Wilder, you and I are we're struggling last week arguing about all the O stuff. Um, but we had a lot going on. A lot going on. But you know, a lot of interesting response for some people who did listen to it. And, you know, oh. I yeah, oh. well, oh yeah, you know, and I think that there that people are enjoying the diverse point of view. Well, that's and, good. Yeah, and I think that we um we just have to be our authentic selves. So I'm I just forward. I yeah. wanna state for the record, that I love you and I respect you. <laughs> and by the way, I we neither one of us would be here if that were not true. If neither one of us suffer, you know, that's not what we do. But anyway, no, I just, I think you're wonderful and I'm grateful to be here. Yeah, me too. Um, all right. So and moving I'm also on. grateful that I'm not Mormon considering the, the oh thing my we're God, doing under Sorry, the banner. Really nice. I, I, well, you know what? It's so funny. I have a Mormon story to tell, but under the banner of heaven. Okay. Okay, so it's like we've got this triple crown. So we have, you know, FX's, it, by the way, it's FX's true crime series, but it's yes. coupled with an historical walkthrough of John Smith's creation of the Church of the Latter-day Saints. Mm -hmm. And then it's topped off with what I consider the icing, which is today's challenges that the church has around the repu their reputation and association with Mormon polygamous groups, which, yes. you know, it's just mind-boggling to those of us who have trouble having a boyfriend. One or two, you know, it's just like, really? You know? <laughs> So, I don't know. I watched Big Love and I was like, this isn't the worst idea in the world. You know what? It did seem that it would be easier for like sure. if I could if if I could have kids and hand them off to another wife, I'd be like, great, you, you know, because then I can go, you know, do what I want. But I don't think they get to do what they want to do. Well, it's I don't funny. Think it's my I, life. I had forgotten about Big Love, Love which was that show. Yeah, which was a lot. Yeah, which was a long time ago. Yeah. I was relating more to Sister Wives. I don't watch Sister Wives, but you know, I I watched one the first season or something, and it did seem like there's this big one happy family, which, by the way, by season four had crumbled into the you know remains I mean, of the of dead. Course. I mean, not good, of but of course, there's yeah. no. I mean, keeping yeah. one relationship together is hard enough. Can Crazy. you imagine multiple? Crazy, yeah. <laughs> But the Lafferty family, which is what this is all focuses around, it's like the Mormon version of the Kennedys, but gone awry, like yeah. really awry. Okay. It's fascinating. Uh, it is. And by the way, it's mostly true. Again, you know. I haven't done my research on this one, so oh, you're going to have to well, tell me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's mostly true, but they can't really say which is and which isn't. So that means you have to you have to discount all of it, in my point, opinion. But but there's murder and there's abuse and there's women trying to find their way and scary things are happening in the name mm. of the church. And then there's these two police detectives, which I think are sort of the cement that glue it all together. And one's a yeah. Mormon believer, and he's amazing. Uh, Andrew Garfield. But wait, he's a fan. You're a fan of his, right? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. What, because of um, Spider-Man? No, 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 no. I mean, I've been a fan of Andrew Garfield probably since um, the Facebook movie, because uh, he's such a standout in that. But once he started singing in Tick, Tick, Boom, I was like, take my heart, take all of me. I'm in whatever you want. Andrew Garfield. Well, he's phenomenal because, and it's a tough part. He's playing a believer who's having to face the moral dilemma of if I believe what they have told me to believe, then I can't believe the next thing. And that's, well, you know. There's a really interesting dynamic in the show because, yep. um, so Wyatt Russell 
plays Dan Lafferty, who's the second son of the Lafferty family. And he's been named as the head of, quote unquote, head of the family over his older brother, who's played by Sam Worthington. And why, why it's like Dan Lafferty is this kind of like, hasn't really found his place. His, his chiropractic endeavor is not taking off and finds purpose in retaliating against the government really well, saying and no that, and also leading the family you know in leading he, the family it, but in in he's he ends up running for sheriff because he wants to repeal taxes and he doesn't want to put anybody in jail and he thinks really essentially that all taxes are um unconstitutional which you know ask any libertarian and they'll agree with you um but well, or when i write my check every year yes um but when when he dives into the deeper teachings of Mormonism that apparently have been kind of gleaned from the modern Church of the Latter-day Saints and, and removed, he finds his true calling within Mormonism, which dates back to polygamy and other really controversial beliefs that Andrew Garfield's character is consistently told to put those questions on the shelf. Well, and what's also interesting about his role is the reason he has gets to explore this is because his father, who is leaving the area, has put him in charge of the family, and it was not expected. The one who was right. supposed to have gotten the job and probably could have maybe done the job right. um, was uh, passed over for him to get it. And that because the eldest went in his own direction with his business. Well, didn't. Right? Yeah, exactly. But what's interesting about it, and again, we don't want to give this whole plot away and we're halfway there. But um, <laughs> but the, what's interesting about it is that that opened the doorway. It's like he had no ego. His father gives him this ego balloon boost mm -hmm. and you can watch him. Go lose control <laughs> of any sense of reality. Yeah. And when I think about some of the th things that I'm watching where people are coming and saying outrageous things mm -hmm. on both sides of the aisle, you know, I'm not going to even just speak to the side I'm not on, but it's like, it's like the same thing when you're, when you have no sense of self or lack of ego or lack of self love or mm -hmm. any of those things, all you need is somebody to give you something to hold on to and you can explode and you can watch it happen. It's fascinating to watch, but back to the two, um, police detectives, cause I don't want to leave that yet. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so, you know, the the Mormon believer and then the other person is a person of color who has zero faith in the Mormon promise of a good life and their mutual respect is not only important but critical I mm -hmm. think to providing both sides of the coin because it's a great um, tool that this show uses to show okay this is the outside Mormon belief and this is the inside Mormon belief and it just mm -hmm. They just juxtaposition off each other, I think, really well. I think they're both really good. Really they're good. so good. Um, Gil Birmingham plays uh, Detective Bill Taba. Uh, and what's fast, what's so much fun to watch. Wait, wait, I, like, have to inter I have to interrupt. Did you see him in Yellowstone? I don't watch Yellowstone. Oh, I forgot. Well, okay. Great. <laughs> By the way, it, because it shows he can do anything, he really can. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, He's most of the comic relief in yep. this because it is it's a very tense show. It's a very intense show. I am not a very big true crime fan, as I think we've talked about um, over the course of many of these. Uh, but he kind of he brings the levels to it, whereas, yeah. you know, Andrew, Andrew Garfield's character is in this really emotional turmoil with his faith based on what he's seeing and and 
Phil is really his rock within the investigation. And it's really fun to see their interactions. There's a moment where Bill gets hurt. Um, he twists his ankle or something and he takes his boot off. And when Andrew Garfield shows up, he's like, you never take your boot off. And he's like, okay, Boy Scout. And Andrew's like, Eagle Scout. Thank you very much. <laughs> like, yeah, they do. They have, they have moments. But also what's interesting is, and then Garfield goes home and there's no joy in my mind. There's, there's so there, the, the, these Mormon families are so laden with the responsibility of how they must behave that it, there's very little room for spontaneity or joy. And, and it you, really you shows to, you it. His performance in that is so fabulous, isn't it? There's a moment yeah. where, um, where he's off, Bill offers him some McDonald's French fries <laughs> and he's like, no, I really, I really can't. I really shouldn't. And then like he goes in and has a couple of French fries and it's like, it's such a small, small detail. And, and and he's interacting with someone else who says you want to you want you know a mint or I, I, some sort of little piece candy of, candy. of some and sort. Like, like, I can't no, the Lord candy. the Lord does not is frowns upon my wig. I mean, he just. It, it, but again, these are little nuances that they give you to show the enormity of the weight these people are carrying. But yeah. couple couple things. So I'm going to ask you a side question. Ready? Okay. Okay. Who is the largest um, owner of property of real estate in New York City? I, I, I don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, what we're talking about should give it away. Everybody always answers that question when I ask it at a dinner party that it's the got to be the Roman Catholic Church. And it's like, no. That's their answer. It's not Trump. <laughs> <laughs> no, Trump doesn't own anything, actually. He yeah, just gets not paid. He just gets paid, puts his name on it. But anyway, um, it's the Mormon Church. The Mormon Church globally is the largest owner of property. And it's it's the richest. They are very, very rich. And I don't remember what the numbers are. So you can't hold me to these. These are not accurate. Um, Staying that right up front. But <laughs> the CEO, if you look at CEOs in the Fortune 100, more of them are Mormon than any other religion. Well, so, but they've they, done a beautiful job it. of privacy yeah they, you don't they don't want you to know because they're growing their whole contingent so when you watch something like this it's really important to recognize that this is not a group of people out in utah that you have that have nothing to do with you you know no, they could, there's there's very big presence and they're spending in the last 50 years a tremendous amount of money getting people to run for office yeah. because they want the power of the, of the government. It's just, well, they're seeing what the evangelical church has done yep, and exactly. how much power. And by the way, the show takes place in the eighties. So like, it's fascinating how prescient it is. I don't know if I pronounced that word correctly, but it is fat because I've never read it. Sorry. Um, but it's, it's fascinating to me how timely it is. And I, I think that's obviously not a coincidence. They did that on purpose. Dustin Lance black is, He's a great storyteller. Um, you'd know him from several other projects, most famous of which I believe is Milk. Um, he also did Jay Edgar and several other. But Milk, you know, when you when you go back to Milk in your mind, it's like what he won his Oscar for. He know, yeah. He also knows how to weave a tale mm -hmm. uh, that's complex that you, has so many layers that you have to really be specific. Yeah. But um, the other thing is. I, I don't know if it, it came out in, in 2021, um, Murder Among the Mormons. It's on Netflix and it's a documentary. It's a different murder, but it's based on the same worry that the Mormon church has about these mm. documents that make the Mormon church, 
church looked very bad when John Smith was was just starting it. So Murder Among the Mormons, though, watch it first. I, I highly recommend Under okay. the Banner. But I wa- haven't, but... <laughs> yeah, but watch Murder um, un- Among the Mormons first because you you it sort of is a primer to be able mm-hmm. to start watching this and have an understanding of stuff that you never see on it. So it's really, really, really good. Now, also, I read a little bit, I looked it up, a little bit about the Mormon churches beside themselves. This is the last thing they want. Oh, I'm sure they you know, this is right out happening. What was that tiger thing that came out of Florida? Oh, uh, Tiger King? Yeah. Okay, this is Tiger King to the Mormons. This is not the messaging they want to be putting out there. Not, well, not, not, it's, yeah. It's rarely, especially when it comes to the Mormon church, it's rarely the messaging that they want getting yeah. out there. Um, I will say... Courtney Hunt directs a few of the episodes. I love that they have a woman behind the camera in this because it is such a male driven, but female instigated story. It is. Um, And the the performances are, are really phenomenal. Um, There's no moment where you're watching and you're pulled out of it. You really feel like everyone in this is, and, and I, I'll admit that I'm not a massive Wyatt Russell fan. Um, I, you're not, I, Oh, I'm surprised. No, I, I, from prior performances, he's not my favorite actor in the world, but I really think he holds his own in this. Um, Sam Worthington takes on a totally different role for him. Um, Seth Numerick, who I know from turn, I think is stunning in this. He plays Rory. Um, he, he's kind of the linchpin where they're getting most of their information from. And I just, I think they're all it, it, sub to Andrew Garfield. Right. And, and his, his well, when he's there, you Gil. don't see, yeah, it's hard to look at anything else. He's very, very, very he's good. So captivating, but they all do a wonderful job of really, really embracing the roles that they're in. Now, the other thing that's done really well is the direction. There's a lot of scenes with a lot of people with where a lot's happening that you have to do quickly. Yeah. And, it, you know, this is a seven-part series. You know me. I'm always saying, why don't you cut four out? Fewer, fewer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah part five just dropped. I haven't watched it yet. Have you watched it? No, I'm, yeah. I, I will, yeah. but I... But I don't think seven's going to be too long. I think it's the right amount. Uh, no, I think it'll be, I think it'll yeah. be correct. I will say, I don't know that they need the flashbacks to Joseph Smith. Um. I don't find them helpful yet. I'm hoping that they come to a culmination that really earns their place in this series. But right now it's, it's distracting to me. I just don't think it's yeah. necessary because, because we know that story. And I know the point is that we don't actually know that story. No, and no we don't. Yeah. yeah. And that's the, that's the, that's what they're trying to send home to us. But I think through the revelations of, the peacemaker that he's reading and recognizing that these writings were stripped from the Mormon church. There was a big overhaul in the seventies and eighties in the Mormon church to kind of take out all the racism and the polygamy and a lot of the, the darker side. Well, it, it was trying to make it more mainstream so they could get stronger people to join early because it's like if you came into the Mormon church as a child, you could grow to be a CEO of a fortune 100 company, but they weren't getting fortune 100 company CEO joining the church after they were at that level. So what they did in the seventies was to try to enlarge the mass market appeal. But here's I, the, the director did a great interview about just that. And he, what he said is, look, the problem is when they tell these Mormon murder stories and all these other things, Without the real understanding of John Smith and what originally happened, you can't really 
decipher hmm. what this means. And so I knew I needed to bring that in. Oh, and the interesting. Yeah. And he said the only way, I agree with him totally. I think it's absolutely necessary. The only way to bring, I find it interruptive too, because I'm so captivated mm-hmm. by the rest of the story. But once he said, he said, look, I'm doing it because I don't have any other vehicle to give you the background you really need to be able to evaluate the enormity of all this. So I, I fair. yeah, it was sort of like, just okay, giving us context and dialogue is never going to land as well as see, seeing it. Yeah, exactly. It, like when it I, is, it is distracting though from the rest oh, of the totally because because we're so in the moment and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, I don't want to go here. Just, I want to go back, back, you know? Yeah, it is dark. I, and right now I, I haven't been wanting to watch things that are dark, which I think is why I haven't, you know, we talked about how I'm not finishing things recently. I'm going to finish this. Yeah. This oh, is oh, for sure. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's so well executed. I'm not, there's no moment where I'm watching it going. That was unnecessary. As, aside from the, the flashbacks, there's no, there's nothing excessive. There's nothing. And there, I mean, there's a lot of excessive behavior and dialogue in this. I mean, there's a moment where the father physically beats his son in public. Well, you, there's also a moment where a husband beats his wife. In, in, well, yes, in but not, that's not in public. Um, but, uh, Dan gets, gets his knuckles wrapped several times in, in a public parking lot. And it's like, you believe it. You believe every moment of it. Yeah. No, and, and I think it's because the writing and the directing is so strong. Um, it is. The whole thing is good. I mean, we, we can wrap up here with just saying it's nice to be excited about seeing something, but then also recognize that I better pay attention to this. Yeah. You know, this is like a, an I mean, under 30, yeah. 40 years ago that this happened, but like, obviously By the way, it hasn't gone away. Yeah. It hasn't gone yeah, away. There's still things we need to pay attention here. Yeah. It hasn't gone away. But the other thing is, um, when my daughter was born, I wanted to have a babysitter, um, in New York city. And I thought it was, I, I wanted a, I wanted a college kid kind of thing. So I called the Mormon church because I figured they all have eight children and I want the <laughs> oldest. So I called and said, is there anybody who's the oldest of the eight children in each family who wants to be a babysitter? And Joanna came to us and stayed for years and years and years. She traveled with us in Europe. She was amazing. And she would sometimes when I was away, she would take Sarah to the church, to the Mormon yep. church. And Sarah would come home when she was five. I'll never forget it. I want to be a Norman. I'm like, a Norman. Well, it's Mormon. It's not Norman. And then I said, why (laughs) do you want to be? Now she was five. Right. And she said, why do you want to be? I said, why do you want to be a Norman? And she said, because they really like to be with their family. Now she had been to the church maybe four times. She was five years old. And I'm like, I like to be with the family. What are you talking about? Like, you know, defensive mother that I was, um, I'm just telling you, I went to the church a number of times because I wanted to understand Joanna and because she asked me to. Now, you can't go to the temple, but you can go to a Mormon church. And I must tell you, I sat in that room and thought, this is really well, this is so nice. Oh, I got, I got invited to um, a a Mormon dance when I was in high school and I went um, and, you know, it wasn't overt, but I definitely got you know, invited to join the church. Um, but I'm Jewish. So we have like a special place in Mormonism, even though in the, in the show, well, it depends on your, yeah, your history. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
but so like they weren't trying too hard to to convert me um but i i did get the push afterwards um which was interesting to me but they do i mean they make it it's very inviting it is very no inviting. it is it's better than inviting it's a cocoon and you feel yeah. like if you're in there very safe all this yeah it's very it's wonderful so anyway i just want to put that out there but i highly recommend it i don't know if it's getting a lot of play i haven't i couldn't find what are the numbers on this thing i have a feeling I have no this, idea i have a feeling one of these this is one of those things that's going to be seen it's going to gain ground rather than yeah. it starts out big and then falls off you know so yeah agreed so, I don't know. I, th I can't remember if it was your idea or mine, but I'm all in. So thank yeah, you. It was good. It was a good idea. Both yeah. of us. Yay. Okay. Yay. Yay. <laughs> all right. See you next week, everybody. Bye, guys.